on the lesson of living a life of gratitude part two. I doubt if we finish it, I don't know if we'll be on it next week, you may have to finish it on your own. Amen. I think that you have eaten enough and grown enough that you ought to be able to finish something that's not completely finished. Amen. So if you would, we'll get right into the scriptures. We'll go to Jeremiah 31. I went over a little of it today, but not a whole lot. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 31, and we're going to read verses 3 and 4. If you have them, let's read them, please. The Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. Again, I will build thee, and thou shalt be built, O virgin of Israel. Thou shalt again be adorned with the tambourine, and shall go forth in the dance of them that make merry. Now here, Christ, uh, the, the, the scripture said that God told them that he had drawn them. Huh? He drawed them with an everlasting love everlasting love that's speaking a whole lot that you and I should be grateful to God that he said his love will never fail us because it is everlasting amen Ain't that what he said? And then not only that, you didn't find him. He said he drawed you with love and kindness. Huh? It was the love of God that drew us to him. You know, you occasionally hear folks say, you know, I found the Lord. No, no, you didn't. You didn't find him. He said after he made himself available to you, then he told you to seek him. Come on, somebody. Before, before he told you to seek him, you didn't know nothing about him, didn't even know where to look for him at. Come on now. We were going through life just like it is. Amen. So here he said, with love and kindness, have I drawn you and continue by my faithfulness to you? One thing for certain, God is always faithful when we not. Come on now. He's always got a hand stretched out for you to come back to him once you have lost your way with him. And, and, and you know that the good part about it is because of his love 
He never dangle anything in your face. He just tell you to get rid of it. That is the awesomeness of God that he never ever dangles anything in our face. He just said, get rid of it. Amen. Amen. So understand that, 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 that why we should be so grateful for what God does for us when God does it. Come on now. So when you think about it, where would you have been if God hadn't drawn you? Come on now. What would we have been doing if God hadn't showed his love and kindness toward us? That's something to think about. And then he said, after you don't realize what he done done for you, he tells you to make merry, to go forth in a dance. In other words, he said, now you know what I done done for you, praise me. Be happy about what I've done in your life and make merry. Be happy. Praise God. Dance before him. Amen. Sing like a choir. So when the praise team is singing, the whole church ought to be singing. If you don't know the, if you don't know the lyrics, hum them. Makes a joyful noise. Huh? Me and Rosetta can't sing, but we can hum. Came with Rosetta. <laughs> Amen. It's a sign that you are grateful for what God has done for you. And when you sing it, sing it from your heart. Amen. There is a saying, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. So if you want to reach God's heart, send him something from your heart. Amen. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 1. Row, you get your, your broadcast on tune. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. First Timothy one and one. First Timothy chapter one, verses twelve. Amen. Amen. Let's begin reading at that verse. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who had enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, pulling me, who was before a blasphemer, a persecutor, injurious, but obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Wow. Just think, if we had a guy caught there, 
huh? When we were the blasphemer, a persecutor. Come on, somebody. Not trustworthy. This is what Paul said I was. And he that judges counted me faithful and appointed me to stewardship of the ministry by his mercy. Whatever we get from God is because of his mercy. Come on, somebody. It is because of the mercies of God that we have not been consumed, that we are still here. Come on, somebody. 14 verse says, And grace of our Lord was exceeding abundantly with faith and love with Wait a minute, all of this was, 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 was found in Christ Jesus and none of it belonged to us? It was the grace of the Lord Jesus, the acceding abundantly with faith and love? You mean to tell me God had faith that he was going to pull you God showed some faith towards you that he was going to pull you through out of the fire. Abundantly and above measure for you. Accompanied by, look, God might. He had abundantly a beyond measure and it accompanied him by faith and love that you are the, the reality that is in Christ Jesus. Wow. God used faith before he even introduced us to it. Huh? He had faith that he was going to pull you through. Lord, have mercy. Knowing that we couldn't do it ourselves, Jane, he showed faith and love that he was going to pull us through the fire. And we ought to be glad, we ought to be telling, Lord, I'm glad for what you did. I'm glad for the abundance above measure that you showed unto me. Amen. What's the next verse? Let's read it. This is a faithful saying, worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save the sinner. Uh, who? Wow. Paul said, this is a faithful sin and worthy of acceptance. And we ought to be the same one that said that he came into a world to save a sinner like me, which was the chief of all sinners. If we're going to take a high seat, it ought to be a high seat of being a sinner. Huh? Come on now. Paul was saying, I was one that was foremost a sinner. So if it had to be his mercy and his grace that saved me, because in other words, Paul was saying, I wasn't worthy of his unmerited favor. Huh? 
I wasn't worthy of his unmarried favor, and then he turned around and blessed me. What did he do? He blessed him to be in the ministry. Come on now. So stop hanging your head down and thinking that God won't forgive you or God won't bring you up because he will because of his mercy and his grace. And that's why we should be so thankful for the mercy and grace of God because guess what? He reached way down and got us. Come on now. We were no different than Paul. Come on now. You look back on your life. You, if, if, if you can bring back all the thoughts that you had, you said some terrible things about the church. When you was a sinner, you said some terrible things about folks that were going to church when you was a sinner. Come on, somebody. You were calling them holy rollers and everything else. Some of you were saying, there go them jibber-jabbers. <laughs> Come on now. You ain't always had church on your mind. Read the book. How be it for this call, I obtained mercy that in me first, Jesus Christ might show forth all the long suffering. Whoa, didn't he show some long suffering, James? Woo, he put in some hours on us. Think about the hours that he had to put on you to get you where you is today. He didn't take no break. He didn't take no lunch break roll. He didn't take no off day because he knew if he took an off day, he'd lose you. But he was, he showed forth long suffering. That means he had to put up with a with you and with a lot of patience. And while he was putting up with you with a lot of patience, then he had to turn around and try to encourage you. Read the book. For as a pattern to them which should thereafter believe on him to life ever. Look, all the work that Jesus Christ put in on you was for you to obtain eternal life. And everything that we did was object of obtaining eternal life. So he was long suffering to get us there and still suffering long to get us there. Come on, somebody. His ultimate goal is for us to gain eternal life. It ain't for him. He already lived forever. Huh? He is the forever king. He is the everlasting father, the prince of peace, the Lord of lords. It ain't for him. It's to get us there. So why is he going through all of this to get us there? We ought to be a little more appreciative of him. Come on, somebody. We ought to be a little more appreciative of him 
as to what he already have done and what he's trying to do. Because guess what? I said, we ain't made it there yet. Huh? We have not obtained eternal life yet. Come on now. We, it, it, it's still some work. Evidently, it's still some work that he has to do on the church. Uh, if it was not so, the church would already be ejected up out of here. But since we're still here, come on somebody. It's a sign that there's still more work to be done on us. Check that one. Amen. So verse 17 says, now unto king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honored and glory forever. Now, now you, you see that he's king eternal, the immortal and the only wise God. He's the one with the wisdom to know how to get you to glory. He's the only one that has the wisdom to know how to get you into eternal life. And he said, and since that, we ought to give him honor and glory. Come on, somebody. You ought to be quick to say, I'm kept by the king. Uh, come on, somebody. So who's keeping you? It's the king that is keeping me. Amen. It's awesome to be a king's child. So let's not get to the point to where we say, you know, some folks got the, the arrogance about them that say, I'm supposed to be here. Now, all by the mercies of Christ, you are here. Come on, somebody. Amen. So let, let's kind of rethink the thinking that we have about this thing called salvation. Come on now. We still traveling up the king's highway. Go to Psalms number 23. I'm up. Share a little something with you that I thought was just a dream, but come to find out it was more of a message. The dream was, which was the message, was that I was asleep. And in the other room was a flickering light. 
tried to ignore the light, but the light kept flickering. So then I got up to turn off the flickering light. And as I got up and went out of the door of the bedroom, there's a wall. The corner of the wall is darkness. And as I walked out of the bedroom, something grabbed me and wrapped me up. Wrapped me up so tight that I could not speak. I could not say anything. I could not get the name of Jesus out of my mouth. But I knew where I had, where it came from was safety. And I was trying to get back in the room. And because I could not say anything, uh, I could not rely on calling on the name of Jesus because I couldn't speak. Guess what? I had to fight. And I had to fight so that I literally start fighting in my bed until my wife woke me up. What are you saying? There is going to come down the pipe some light that ain't going to be true. There are going to be some things that going to come down the pipe that's going to seem like light, but it's a lie. So watch what you feed on. Because it's going to be, you know what it is? It's going to be a lookalike. Amen. And it is to trap you in your mind and in your heart to get you out of the gospel of the truth of Jesus Christ. It's going to be a lookalike. You're in the time of lookalikes now. Thought I'd pass that on to you. It wasn't just a dream, it was a message. You're in the times of the lookalike. You're in the times of where it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a trap to pull the saints of the Most High out of truth. This is the time to get truth out of you. Amen. You better go back to Matthew chapter 4. When, when, when Jesus was encountering Satan, he gave him a whole lot of lookalike. Huh? He, 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 he made all kind of false promises. So watch what you accept. Amen. Whole lot of posters in, in crisis being shown up. Huh? Trying to do an exorcism on babies. Come on now. And then having a high title, but you getting caught in drugs. Sound like God is pulling the cover off of the lookalike. Amen. I'm 
and said all that, let's go to the 23rd chapter of Psalm. First verse says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, the Lord is the one that feed and guide and shelter you. You shall not go liking. Come on now. You didn't, you're not doing it yourself. If, if, guess what? If you got a job, it's because that he made it possible for you to have one. Come on now. You got shelter over your head. It's because he made it possible for you to have shelter over your head. So don't put no confidence in yourself. Be, if he your shepherd did, be the lamb. Be the sheep. Come on now. Don't be the goat. Be the sheep. Depend on him. A sheep depends on the shepherd. Second verse said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside. Wait a minute. He gonna make he gonna make preservations for you. He gonna make preservation for you, and it ain't gonna be old stuff. It's gonna be fresh, huh? And then not only that, he gonna lead you beside the still waters, the refreshing waters. He gonna lead you into green pastures. He ain't gonna lead you into old stuff. You gonna be fresh. He gonna keep you fresh if you stay with him. Amen. Third verse says, He restores my soul, leading me in the paths of righteousness. Restoration is always available for a saint of God. When it seems like that you is down and out, God has a way of refreshing you and restoring you back to the sheepfold. Amen. And then he himself, he said, he leadeth me in the path of If you allow God to restore you, he will lead you in the path of righteousness. The right standing with him. See, when you get in the right standing with God, God will always lead you the right way. Amen. Not for earning but for his name's sake come on now so the fourth verse says yea though I walk wait a minute yea though I walk through darkness <laughs> yea though I walk through this dark world huh the shadows of death I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. Wait a minute. Though you walk through the deep, sunless valley of the shadows of death, death all around us. Huh? Folks dying like flies. Come on now. I mean record-breaking numbers. Not just here and there. Somebody 
is dying record-breaking numbers every day. And it's not all natural death. Come on now. Sickness is in the land. And nobody has the answer. I don't care what that president said. Ain't nobody got the answer. Come on now. And who's to say he might be faking and shaking? But a child of God, God said, if you're depending on him, don't fear. Don't dread no evil. For I am with you. Come on now. Man, we ought to be showing God so much gratitude for being with us every day. Don't you know that you could have been one of them victims? Huh? Come on, somebody. You could have been one of them that was laying up in the hospital <gasps> trying to get your breath. Come on now. With nobody there on your side, no, none of your people, could nobody come see you. You there grasping for breath, dying all by yourself. But because of his mercy, his love and kindness, you was not in the number. Now you see why... That why we are here on top of the ground, that we ought to praise and give God glory. Every opportunity we get. Because who's to say whether that opportunity will be here tomorrow? Take advantage of it on today. Amen. Today is the day. That the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. And be glad in it. Not because of what you got. But because he spared your life. Amen. Amen. We're in a time now. That it ain't about things. Come on now. It's about living. The folks that had things would trade them in at any time if they would have saved their life. Come on now. Come on now. Not just poor folks dying, rich folks dying. And they'd have gave up all that Richard James if it would have kept them here. And you here? To tell God thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? You were left here to tell God I praise you for keeping me. To tell God, God, you are a keeper. Come on, somebody. Amen. Then he turned around and said, His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Oh, then he turned around and give you comfort. In his word, in his rod, the rod of God is his word. Come on now. And then he sent along the Holy Ghost to give you comfort. Wow. We 
got more than what we, than what we really realize. You got a lot going for you and don't even realize it. But when you find out what you got going for you and realize what you got going, you ought to tell God, thank you. God, you awesome. You keep showing up and keep showing up. Come on now. New mercies every day. Come on now. A measure of grace when I wake up. Hallelujah. Thou art keeper of my soul. Mm. And not only that, then he turned around and said, Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of... Somebody didn't want you to make it today. Come on, somebody. Somebody didn't have well wishes for you today. Come on now. Somebody counted you out, but then God showed you up in their faces. Some of them you don't even know nothing about. Come on now. Some of them that's your enemies, you call them your friends. Then he said, I'm going to do it in the presence of them. Huh? And not only that, then I, I'm going uh, I, I anoint my head with oil that my cup runs over. Come on now, he give you more than what you need. <laughs> he keeps pouring out blessings after blessing and is keep overflowing in your life. The abundance of life keep overflowing to you. Wow. It's good to be able to get up, dress your own self, have a mind that said, Lord, I thank you for the little bit that I do have. Come on, somebody. And if I need it anymore, you will give me an overflow. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That is the kind of God that you are serving. And his word lasts from generation to generation. For he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. Yeah. Everything got to pass through him. Yeah. Then David turned around and said, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. You know what David was saying? For what God do for us, we ought to be running to the church. Yeah, After goodness and mercy them follow us throughout the whole day, and then we find a reason not to make it to the house of God, shame on you. Because his goodness and his mercy trailed you wherever you went. Good God Almighty, Roe. It took, it took wherever you went, it went with you. To bring you out. And David said, because of that, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
You know what David said? I want to always be found in his presence. Good God Almighty. Lord Jesus, for what you is doing and have done. Come on, somebody. Psalms 27. Verses 1 through 6. Let's read it, please. The Lord is my light and my salvation. In whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. It was a whole lot of people that was trying what was intended to ruin your life. Huh? But the, and, and it said, to eat of my flesh, that is, to, to, to make you fall while you yet living. Come on now. To try to tie up your integrity. But God said, it was me that made them stumble and fall. Third verse says, though a host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise up against me, in this will I become. Look out here now, 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 now. You got to understand that when the host encamp against you, it's a whole lot of things that is against your life right today. Yes. Come on now. Amen. There is a war that's going on over your head right today. Yes. And guess what? It is encamping around your life. And if God allow it, it would take you out. But he said, even in this, since I know the God that I serve, even in this, I'm confident. I got confidence. I got faith. I, got a, I am reassured that God is watching over me. Come on, y'all. A host encamped against me. More than just one person, Jane. <laughs> More than just one situation. The whole lot of things that is camped against you. Come on, somebody. If you didn't know it, even sickness is encamped against you. Huh? Amen. Sometimes your mind is encamped against you. Amen. But God works through it all. Why? For your benefit. Sometimes we can be our worst enemy. Amen. Four verse says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire. Wait a minute. One thing I have desired to be, to seek after, to dwell in God's presence. Huh? 
If we had the desire to dwell in the presence of the Lord like we should, it wouldn't be no problem getting to the house of God. Even if you got a drag here. Come on, somebody. Because there are going to be some drag days if you don't know it not now. There are going to be some days that you're going to have to force yourself to get here. Because you know that you want to be in the presence of God. Amen. We seem like the church that lost their go-through to get to the house of God. Amen. You got you you got to have a push. Come on, somebody. Oh, we got a visitor here. Somebody get her a card. <laughs> Look at God and bought us a new visitor. <laughs> you got to have a push. <laughs> David said, that's one thing I desire. You got to have that desire above all. I desire to seek after him and to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Because guess what? If you do not dwell in his presence the rest of the etern out of your eternal life, guess what? I don't know where you're going to go. Come on now. This ain't something you quit. David will let you know you can't quit this here. Come on now. The days of your life, while you present upon this earth, you got to remain in the presence of God if you plan on going back with God. This ain't no quitting time here. Come on now. Because guess what? Time is going to get tougher. Amen. <laughs> In, 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 that, in that dream, the Lord would let me know just calling on his name ain't going to be enough. You got to fight. You have got to fight. Paul said, I put up a good fight. Huh? I kept the course. Amen. I fought a good fight. That let us know that every saint of God, if you're going to make it in, you're going to have to fight. You got to stop saying quit now. You better stop. <laughs> that ain't studying that mess. You going to have to learn how to throw some blows. Amen. To behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. Wow. You got to know how to meditate and consider the Lord and inquire in his house. Amen. Amen. A lot of folks are looking for the Lord in all the wrong places. Huh? He's a designated God with a designated place. He tell you where he going to meet you at, that's where he going to meet you at. Ain't no point in you running to the backyard because he ain't going to be there. Come on now. 
fifth verse says, For in the he shall hide me in his provision. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. And he shall set me up on a rock. He's going to put you on a high foundation. And that rock is Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Robbie, he said, I'm going to keep you in a secret place. I'm going to keep you in a secret place where you can make it. I'm going to keep you in a secret place that I come by and check on you from time to time because you are held in my shelter and it's a secret place in the tent of the Holy God is where you're going to find him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Devil is beating up on saints today, y'all. Uh. Huh? He's beating up on you, trying to keep you from making it to where your help is. Amen. Because he knows that if you make it to your help, Lord, have mercy. If you make it to your help, he knows you're going to come out swinging. Huh? He knows if you make it, you make it to your help, you're going to put up a good fight. <laughs> For in the day of trouble, uh -huh. huh? in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. Lord, have mercy. Don't you remember that God got a hedge? And the devil know that God got a hedge. That he even told God, if you take your hedge off around Job, I make him curse you to your face. So that let me know that he got a hedge around you and the devil can't get to you because of the hedge, but you can act a fool and let him fool you out there. Huh? You can act a fool and make and think that the grass is greener on the other side of the hedge, but I'm going to be the first to tell you that it's spray paint. Come on now. <laughs> Got a little glitter to it, Robert. Cause you know folk like when it's glittering a little bit. Shiny stuff. Don't let the devil fool you out of the hedge of God. Come on. Amen. Stay where you safe at. Stay where you secured at. Stay in the secret place. Come on now. The world has still got people out there that'll make a fool out of you. Woo! Cause you to step off out of the ark of safety. Yes, right. Amen. Amen. Next verse says, Head be lifted up above my enemy, round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of, of what? Joy. Oh, so you got to stop making folk keep your head hung down. Come on now. Huh? He said he going to lift your head above your enemies. That means everybody ain't going to love what you're doing. Everybody ain't going to love that you're loving on God. 
but he said that he was going to lift your head above your enemies, that you can get to the house of God and give him sacrifice of joy. That's a slap in the face when you can come to the house of God and don't want to give God praise and don't want to give God sacrifices of joy. You telling God that you didn't appreciate what he done for you all week long. My, my, my. Come on now. You not acknowledging that God kept you, huh? From all hurt, harm, and danger. That he even kept your life. Yeah. And you came to show him some appreciation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Lord. Better wake yourself up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Huh. Hallelujah. If you don't show him no appreciation, how can you expect to get anything more out of it? Come on now. Come on now. If you can't appreciate the little bit I give you, don't expect for me to give you no more. Huh? Come on, somebody. Especially when you're giving something out of the kindness of your heart. God is giving you out of the kindness of his heart and out of his love and kindness and tender mercy that he's giving you and you can't show him appreciation, what planet did you fall off on? David said, I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. That's showing God some gratitude. That's showing God you're grateful for what he done. It might seem small to somebody else, but you're grateful for what the little bit he done done for you. Come on, somebody. Amen. Take you back to the wilderness. You ain't walking around with one pair of shoes for 40 years. Look in your closet. Guarantee you, you got more than you need. Hallelujah. Come on now. Yes, God. Yes, God. Verse 13 and 14 says, I have fainted unless and I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord. Folks are fainting today. Come on. Come on now. Out of adversity, they're fainting. Out of stress, they're fainting. Because they done stopped depending on God. They done stopped and their faith is dying out. That flickering light is going out. Unless and I believe. David said, unless and I believe. The seed of goodness of the Lord. Come on now. If it ain't in your present sight, you got to have it in your focus. You got to focus that you going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not in the dead, not in the grave, but in the land of the living. Change your focus. 
on now. Then he said, wait on the Lord and build. How in the world is you going to be in good courage and you can't praise God when you come to the appropriate place to give God praise and honor and glory? How are you of good courage? Huh? Amen. And be of good courage and he shall strive. Oh, if you don't be of good courage, don't look for no strength. Huh? Wait and hope with an expectation. Hallelujah. My God, my God. My, my, my. Make no difference what come up against you. The am said, be brave yeah. and of good courage. And let your heart be resting in God and endure. Our endurance is fading away. Why? Because we can't take nothing no more. We can't go through nothing no more. Every little thing hurts our feelings now. Baby, you got to get out of your feelings. Because it's going to be a whole lot of things that's going to hurt your feelings. Come on, somebody. Mm. The, the biggest feeling hurt is in office now. You better hope that he don't get another four-year term. Come on, somebody. Go around and be eating poking beans out of can. And if it get down to eating poking beans out of can, you better know how to say thank you, Lord. I thank you for having something what to eat. Come on, somebody. Know how it is when you on one of them turkey necks, you suck all the meat off the bone. Yeah. You don't leave none on them. And then you suck it to make sure all the juice is gone out of it. Come on, somebody. It's getting down to sucking on the bone. You better thank God. Huh? You gotta have an appreciation for God. Amen. David said, he shall strengthen my heart. Yeah. Then he turned around and he said, wait, wait I, I say, wait. on the Lord. Regardless, wait on the Lord. Yeah. Expect him to show up. Yeah. Expect him to do something for you. Don't you belong to him? Yeah. Well, you ought to be expecting to see your God. You ought to have an expectation of the king. Come on now. Is bowing down to everything but the king. Amen. We 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 buckling up like we're falling apart. Don't give up. We in an hour now. It's not time to give up, huh? This is the time that we ought to be showing him more gratitude than we ever did before. See, when you had it real easy, you know, you 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 you, you didn't think you needed to. <laughs> but we're coming down to a time, baby, you gotta show God something. You done been in school long enough. Huh? Now it's graduation time. Come on now. 
Psalms 34, verses 1 through 8. We quote it, but now it's time to stop quoting it. We got to live it. We got to put it in action. Amen. By the way, Karina, it's good to see you back in the house of God. Amen. Psalms 34, verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His not when it's con not just when it's convenient. Huh? See, we've been blessing them when it's been, we've been blessing the Lord when it's been convenient for us to do it. But the book said, all the time. Amen. Even when you're going through, you still got to muscle up a way to get God some praise. You know what? When you are going through and you can get God some praise, that is a dagger in the devil's heart. Amen. Because his main objective is to stop your praise. Why are you giving up so easy? Come on now. Come on now. Things don't go right. You shut your mouth. My Lord. When it ain't going around, that's when you ought to holler out the loudest. Yes. Pastor tried to tell you last Sunday about blind Bartimaeus. The more they tried to shut him up, the louder he got. Jesus, Jesus thy son of David. He was determined to get the Lord's attention. Shut your mouth, man. Jesus. When he tried to shut you up, that's when you ought to shout out the loudest. Verse 2 says, My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear the... This thing has got to come from within. Huh? Come on now. When Hannah was calling on God, it said her mouth was moving, but wasn't nothing coming out. But her soul did a whole lot of talking. Her soul did a whole lot of talking that Eli had to be curious about what was going on with Hannah. Come on now. Don't be one of them that's talking loud and saying nothing. Come on now. Make a boast. Let Make your soul cry out to God. Huh? You got to get a soul connection. Good God Almighty. When you get that soul connection with God, you can get some things done and you can have some things done for you. Hallelujah. And then when them that see that you have made that connection, even when you are afflicted, then they going to hear of it and be glad that now I know somebody that can get in touch with God. 
I know somebody that can call on God and get an answer. Yeah. Then he said, I turned around to him and said, Oh, 